live on Modern Hoops Podcast, a show with the freshest opinion and views on the world's most beautiful game. I am your host, Greg. I'm here with the homies, Brian, TK. Shout out to the homie, Leak, in his absence. And got Dunkman Keith holding down the camera and the audio boys. How we feeling? Hey, man, I'm feeling good. We back at it again. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. Corona's still around, though, but we still here. We make it. <laughs> for good. sure, for sure. Uh, happy Father's Day. To Happy all the fathers Father's out Day. there, everybody, Most all the amazing people who are in their kids' lives and grooming them to be great young men or women or anything in between, uh, just got to really appreciate the fathers. Because we give a lot of love to Mother's Day, as we should. There's yeah. no disrespect, but let's, let's for the fathers that are there, that are in their kids' lives, that are doing what they're supposed to be doing as men, mm-hmm. we got we to gotta be making Gotta salute them, too. Yeah. No, I, I I rock with that because I think it was I think it was in high school. There was one year where social media like really just down fathers on Father's Day, yeah. and it was like the real father, and they had their moms up, and I was like, I see what you're trying to say. I get it. She has a day, right? I see what you're trying to say, but but come on, yeah. that's all. That's all. But we here, um. We're not going to be long. I ain't going to be long. We can't be long because I got to cook. I got to cook for my pops. Um, I got the crab legs going, the crab bowl going. Um, so I got to get up out of here. Um, I guess y'all can be there if y'all want to come. Yeah, I'm food for y'all. You, know, you, know, you trying to slide? Uh, I got I got a lot of schoolwork that I need to catch you know, up you on. You got schoolwork. Yeah. You got schoolwork. You know, C's get degrees, like bro. You're right, but you got to at least do the work to get a C. <laughs> you gotta do something. Sixty nine percent to be exact. I got zero. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I ain't gonna hold you. So um, let's get into it. Um, there's a there's a lot happening in sports right now. We kind of touched on a lot of it um, from the last podcast, and we appreciate all the love that came out of the last episode. Um, the response we got from that episode was really really strong, and I appreciate that. We appreciate that. Um. But feeding off of that, um, NBA players um, have been making stands. Um, we talked about Kyrie and that players' coalition and how they're going about making changes to the league and and trying to expand um, the awareness of the social injustice that um, our community um, needs um, within the league and around it. I think it's commendable. However, um, we've had people um, speak up in opposition of them, and which which I think is fine. I have no problem with disagreements. Yeah, I think we all made our opinions very clear last week. Like I said, there's no wrong way to go to think about this in a sense. It's it's your opinion. It's your preference. I think the biggest issue we had was um, the way some of these people went about it. And... One of those people being Stephen A. Smith. Um, I have a lot of respect for Stephen A. Smith as an African-American man, as an African-American man in media, um, as someone who has grinded his way to ESPN to a level um, that, I'm sorry, a lot of people can't get to. Um, a lot of respect for him. But last week was a complete miss to me. I think he missed all week long. 
he missed the target by a wide margin. Like, for you to disagree with the sentiments of these players who are speaking out and saying, um, y'all going to buy the wrong way, not following protocol, that's, that's fine. Um, but once again, when you start using language, and we talked, we kind of hit on that around Wojnarowski when he mentioned that um, Kyrie was a disruptor, um, and he started using very um, antagonist language towards um, t- towards Kyrie. I was disappointed with Wojnarowski, but at the same time, I'm even more disappointed with the way Stephen A. has handled himself. Because in all of this situation, you speak very strongly about the divisiveness of our culture and how we should be in unity. But you use your platform to create more division. Um, And so I don't want to go too further because I want to let these guys get their talk off. But do we have the clip? Do we have it or do you have? Which one? It was like four of them he had this week that was like, wow. I think start with the first one. The first one when he was like, um, he was like. Where have y'all been? You're late. Like all of that. I'm yeah. like, that was that was really rough to listen to. Cause I'm like, how? So Stephen A, like I said, I, I'm with you, Greg. Like Stephen A's point this week, or the points he was trying to make this week, essentially of uh, it boiled down to like one of two things. Either players hadn't done enough earlier. Right. Which doesn't make sense to me because I mean, essentially, like, you're going to blame... So, are you blaming every black person for not fighting for civil rights before 1960? Are you blaming every black person for not fighting for slavery or the end of slavery before 1865? Like, where does that draw line happen? Like, Mm -hmm. players can only do what they have the power to do. Like, try to make the example of, like, LeBron James and D-Wade standing up for um, David Fisdale. Okay. Think about the two players you just named. LeBron James who a lot of us acknowledge as being too powerful in the NBA, and Dwayne Wade, who is probably one of the most respected figures in NBA history. Like, it took those two to vouch for David Fisdale to get a job. So you really think Dwight Howard speaking out about somebody's going to get him a job? Kyrie Irving, who is a known, the way the media has portrayed him, a known head case, is going to speak out about somebody and get them a job? Mm-hmm. No. Only certain players do that. He tried to use the Phil Jackson, Michael Jordan example. That was a horrible example. You're talking about the GOAT. The most <laughs> powerful player in sports. But here's the thing that made it bad. He was like, well, Michael Jordan said he wasn't going to play for any other coach but Phil. But who wouldn't have said that? Phil just won six titles. <laughs> like, that was Phil Jackson at his peak. Like, of course, I would have said that. Yo, you're going to fire a six-time champion? The whole world was confused. Everybody was like, yo, you're an idiot. Everybody told Jerry Cross he was an idiot. So that was a bad example. You can't blame players for not sticking their neck out when most players don't have the power to affect real change like that. Right. Or the leverage. Or the leverage. Like, it's just a fact. And quiet as kept, I'm all for more black coaches in the NBA. There definitely should be. But some of the ones that have gotten jobs ain't did that well. Quiet as kept. Now, most coaches in the NBA don't do well. So, it is what it is. But it's hard to stick my neck out for a coach that just went 20 and 52. I don't know what I'm supposed to do on that one. Right. And then his other point was just like, he basically just said the player's message lacked cohesion or it lacked clarity, which I understood to a point. I'll, I'll, okay. 
I got you. I, I know where you're going. Let, I'm going to get there with you. Like, I understood what he was trying to say to a point. Mm-hmm. The problem I had with Stephen A. on this one was Mr. Stephen A., the guy who claims he is so well-connected that he has all these players who can contact him, he has all these agents that can contact him. If you're so worried about their message and their clarity, why didn't you pick up the phone and call Kyrie and Dwight Howard and Avery Bradley and say, hey, what are exactly are y'all trying to say so I can go on first take and let everybody know? Because it's easier to critique. It's easier for me to get my headlines off on ESPN on first take as opposed to actually speaking and making change. Now, like you said, they lack cohesion to start. They came back and they had a long list of things that they would like fixed. So for you to still say, oh, where have you been? What have you where what have y'all done? Why y'all waited till now? Well, our leverage is now. Exactly. This, this is the moment. The the ball is legit in our court. We can actually do something now. So for you to be upset with them and say, oh, I can't believe y'all waited this long and to call uh, them foolish on other occasions and stuff like that. I'm like, come on, man. You're, you're supposed to be better than that. You're supposed to be better than that. And then there's a lot of people that's, that has a mindset where they're like, you know what? This is the Stephen A. we've always seen. And this is the Stephen A. we've always thought was the case. And so, you know what? This is this is on par with him. And that and that's un, that's... That's even more disappointing because Absolutely. we're supposed to, if you have this platform, you are African-American man, you have this platform, how do you plan to use it? How do you plan to use it? Are you just going to do your job as an ESPN, as an ESPN um, staff member, as a, as a person on payroll? Or are you going to actually use it and go a little further and say, you know what, because I have this platform, I also have these connections. Because of these connections, I can also help facilitate some of these changes. As opposed to me just beating everybody up every time they say or do something that I don't like. Yeah. And don't say and don't say Stephen A. Oh, they you you lack, uh, um, I guess heart or you we can't take criticism well. Like that's not what this is. Don't don't do that. People are soft because you feel like oh because we disagree or we don't like the way you came at something. Then that means we're soft about your take. No, criticism on both ends have to be respectful and you have not shown that this last week i'm sorry we not let tk talk at all not at all cool. no it's fine um it wasn't much that i should have interjected with i think both of you guys hit perfect points um Stephen A. Smith is a disruptor he's an agent of chaos and i think he thrives off of this which is partly the reason why he hasn't searched for clarity Mm. Because right now, what are we all doing? Talking about Stephen A. Smith being an idiot. And this has always been historically. Like you said, like, oh, why now? Like with the players, how he felt. When Cap was doing this, Stephen A. always poked holes and found something wrong. Like when Cap had switched the venue because they controlled all of the media footage that was going to come out of that practice, that workout that Mm -hmm. was granted to him. And he had an open one so where he can show the actual footage so it wouldn't be manipulated. Stephen A. Smith, and I have a quote right here. You don't want to work. You just want to make noise and you want to, to control the narrative. It's over. Stuff like that isn't supportive. Like when Cat was taking a knee, where were you, Stephen A? You were critiquing him the entire way. You, you literally says he don't want to play. He wants to be a martyr. If he's, he's not attempting to look for any kind of cohesion. He's not. At this point, like I'm, 
I thoroughly believe Stephen A. Smith loves this. He thrives off the chaos off of his own personal platform. He's selfish. Hmm. If the players banded together and did want to lead the end and had all everything right and equipped and there was unity, I guarantee he finds something wrong. He's going to poke a hole. I'm sick of hearing his mouth, especially if you're not even going to try to have a discussion. This isn't supposed to be a debate. This isn't supposed to be an argument. Like we can have differences of opinion, Facts. but you're being disrespectful, foolish. You call a grown man who's willing to put his career and life on the line for social, uh, for the fight of social injustice, foolish. When he's willing to say like, "Hey, look at the power we have economically to topple a lot of this," you calling him foolish. Like, no, nah, that's uh, I'm not disappointed. Uh, that's expected. I think that's. That's him. Everything was within character receiving that. I'm not surprised nor disappointed. I don't have the energy with him anymore. It's just, it's really, 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 really pitiful. So in this moment, I think it's best to say, and I'm going I'm to tag Stephen A when we put this out um, for sure. But I think it's best to say that no matter where you are on any level, whether you're a player, whether you are a coach, executive, or a member of the media, and you are African-American man, yes, you are, you have a right to disagree. If you watched our pod last week, we did not agree on how the players should return. It was yeah. actually three to one, I think. Yeah. And we so, all said the league shit, they boom, and he was like, yo, I can see, but ain't nobody called Greg foolish. I understood exactly where he was coming from. And I think at some point, we have to realize we're still on the same team. We get caught up on these shows, on these debates, and on, on all these medias, and, and lose ourselves for the hype, for the camera, for the lights, for the clicks, and forget that we are trying to solve a legit problem. People on the same team are all trying to win the game. How we go about winning that game may look a little different, but we're all trying to win that game. And I think last week was a highlight moment where, and it, was, it wasn't just that. It was a lot of distraction moments that happened in the media and we're not going to get into all of that but last week highlighted how it is so easy to get us lost in the moment in the game and forget what we're fighting for and so Stephen a i'm like i said i still have a great amount of respect for you as a, a leader in this industry for the way you got there, for how you grinded to the top, coming out of the HBCU, you are every bit of deserving of the position you hold. Fact. Every bit of deserving for the position you hold. But last, right now, it doesn't look like anybody's checking you when you make a mistake. Max can't say nothing because Max is white. <laughs> Jay can't say nothing much because, honestly... Yes, Jay is a basketball player. He's been doing ESPN for quite a while, but he's just new to first take. 
And so he may not feel comfortable saying something, checking you when you out of line. But you were way out of line last week. Way out of line. And your homie, Kendrick Perkins, is just as off too. Um, I don't know which one of y'all want to just on just that. just put it uh, on the pod so all the listeners can understand exactly what we're talking about. Kendrick Perkins has been going at Kyrie like with a singular focus throughout throughout the entirety of this, and it has been extremely disrespectful and extremely dismissive of everything that this man might have been feeling or his attempt to fight for us as a people. Um, I have the quote right here, specifically the one that made Kevin Durant finally speak up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kendrick says, Kyrie, right now, you are the distraction. You are the distractor. It's crazy to me because you come out and you do something simply without talking to President Chris Paul or consulting with uh, Michelle Roberts. Let's sit out. Without a plan, it makes zero sense, and I totally disagree. Um, Hold up. What is the point of a protest? To disrupt. Oh! Who knew? <laughs> That's not the point of a protest. It's not to be a... Like, the point of a protest it's is to step be... step outside of the protocol. It's to be a distraction. If anybody likes... If anybody's cool with you protesting, you're not protesting. Exactly! <laughs> Like if, the, if everybody's like, you know what, we're fine with that, then you're not doing anything. Like real talk, it goes back to my whole point last week. Like I said, I think, like I said, I think I was the only one that was like, yo, I don't want the NBA to come back simply on the fact of I want it to be a distraction. Yeah. I want everybody to stop and say, why aren't these you players playing? Point. Yeah, for sure. Make people uncomfortable. Nah, they agree with you. They uh, agree with you. Apparently, like Kendrick is essentially saying what I just said last week. <laughs> if Kyrie and them said we're not gonna play, guess what? There's your distraction. Instead of the NBA being the distraction and basketball and entertainment being the distraction, the distraction now is why aren't they playing? Why aren't they playing? Because they are trying to make a change in this country. It makes it makes one analyze the reason behind the action. Like, right. Cap kneeling. Why is he kneeling? Boom. Now there's an entire discussion around. Exactly. We can have a conversation now. There's nothing taking away from it. And it's it's like a, it's hilarious because they throw out the distraction word, but like what is what is this distracting us from? Like they keep saying he's a disruptor, he's a distractor. Like from what? From from normalcy? Yeah, he is a, a disruptor and distraction from normalcy because normalcy is black men hanging from trees. Normalcy is black woman being terrorized and abused in this country. Normalcy is me getting scared every time I even see a cop car. Like that's normal. If if he's distracting us from, from normalcy into the sense where we don't want to feel like we're going to ease back into that, right? accepting that, going outside and just say, hey, like this is just life as a black man, if that's what you want to call him a distraction for, it's beautiful. But if you're calling him a distraction because you want to talk about basketball, then you have to reevaluate who you are as a person. Because... If you're really, really, really pressing it that much where you're attacking a man's character yeah. without even analyzing exactly what he's doing, you just want to return to normalcy. And I take real big issue. And this, like I said, I kind of hit, hit on this with Stephen A. Smith. I'm going to really hit on it with Kendrick. 
because you know I'm gonna stop calling him Kendrick because I got I respect Kendrick Lamar too much for that. Perkins, almost Perkins. I have a real problem with Perkins the way he said this because at the end of he says let's he keeps pointing out this idea of like they're gonna sit out without a plan. They're not communicating. They're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And what that all boils back down to to me is you're essentially saying this black man can't figure it out. Either he's not intelligent enough to, or he's not doing it. He's ignorant. However you want to phrase it, it boils back down to this idea of this black man is not going to be able to put together a movement. He's not going to be able to actually affect change. However you want to, like, you can take that in so many different ways, but that essentially is what it boils back down to. He's calling it pointless. Like, let's just skip all. You're you're calling him incompetent. You're like, well, you don't have a plan. Like, am I supposed to have the whole thing figured out in 24 hours? Like, I don't know anybody that's ever done that. Shoot, you and me, when we started the podcast, it still took us three, four days to really set it all up. Like, nothing happens in 24 hours. America has been this way for 400 years, and you expect Kyrie you Irving to, fix to all of a sudden fix, <laughs> fix it, it in a 24 hours. In a 24 hours. <laughs> Kyrie's going to have the master plan <laughs> in 24 hours. That's like, just give pers- me a break. That's that's such a great perspective. Like, yeah, this has been hundreds. So, so <laughs> and, and this is my question. Like, If Kyrie Irving now came out tomorrow, it's been, what, a week now? Yeah. If he came out tomorrow, he was like, yo, I have 10 points I want to hit on. Boom, boom. I like I said, I don't know what they are. I don't know what way, but let's just say, yeah, ten points. He had them perfectly lined out. Everybody told everybody what their roles was gonna be, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there would still be an issue. And of course. That's, and that's why I said people like Stephen A, people like Kendrick Perkins, they're just agents of chaos. That's they're going to look for something negative and wrong, regardless of what it is. Rather than building, they like tearing down. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm gonna go that far. I'm a, that's my no, personal no, no, no. view I'm, and opinion. I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna so much. I'm. I was more so saying I'm not gonna go as far as KD to say what he said. No, I said I am gonna say Kendrick Perkins and um. No, I'm saying like what Kendrick, what KD oh, call said him a, about. Oh, call Kendrick him a sellout. I won't go as far as to say that because I do think that's a very. You walking a line. You're towing yeah. a real. You towing a that's real. That's a line. big step. That's a big line to walk on. But I will go as far as to say. This is a very corporate image now. You can see they are protecting the brand. Everybody want to forget ESPN is owned by who? Disney. Where are they playing these games? Disney. I'm like everybody. And once again, can't fault anybody for trying to protect their money. No, you can. You can, bro. That that's the that's, the, that's thing. the whole that's point. the thing. What's the price for a black man's life, dog? Man. That is the issue I have. Yeah. I was trying that, to walk the line. No, 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 if you're making enough money where well, you no. have to stop and think like, oh, if I actually do this in this kind of way for my people, I'm going to lose out. Like I said, like I understood people gotta take care of their families, but at the end of the day, we all gotta look ourselves in the mirror. I would just wonder, like, I had a number next to my activism. And when that number got hit, the activism drops. Because that's how I feel. Like, when they're on TV and you said, like, they're protecting the brand, that's how it feels. It's like, for this check, I can I can stay within this mode. How do you want yourself to be represented? When you wake up on a, on a daily basis, what represents you? Is it this job? 
Is it your race? Your religion? I mean, what represents you? And when those things start to get imbalanced, the rest of the world, especially when you're on that platform, the rest of the world can see it. And they've been saying stuff about this for a long time. And I've been like, you know what? He just has a different perspective. You know what? Maybe, maybe he just sees it a different way or he's older. So we, there's certain, I'm just, I haven't hit that age yet where I haven't mm-hmm. caught what he caught. My dad says all the time, when you get to my age, you'll understand this better. He says about a lot of different topics, yeah. a lot of different things. You, That's his go-to. <laughs> when you get to my age, you'll know what I'm talking about. He, he said that about like, we were talking about um, big men's in, he the said, 70s. in the 70s. He said 70s big men's were better than 90s big men's. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, take that back. <laughs> when you get to my age, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. At me. I was like, you got to stop that. That's not it. <laughs> but that happens entirely too often. And I think in this case, in Stephen A's case, in Kendrick Perkins' case, and I'm, I'm like I said, I am not going to go that far into calling them sellouts. I am not going to go that far into calling them Uncle Tom's. I think any statement that kind of toes with that line is dangerous and divisive, and I refuse to be any of those things. For sure. Refuse to be any of those things. I will respect you as an African-American through and through. I, I got to see you go above and beyond before I call you that. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I refuse to do that. Refuse. But, ah, oh, man, come on, bro. What represents you? Like I said, it was very, like I said, I, I really wish this is something we had talked about last week because we should have all saw it coming. But it was, like, so interesting once everybody came back from, at, to ESPN on Monday and they all had the same message. Kyrie Irving is a distractor. He is disruptive. Like, they all hit the same points. It didn't matter what show you watched. Didn't matter if it was a black, white co-host. They all hit the same point. ESPN came out with a very clear message of, we are not letting Kyrie get in the way of this money. And like I said, KD called it a sellout. I call it, hey, you're protecting your business. Once again, I'm not going to fault anybody for that. If If that's the way you're choosing to live your life now, that's on you. That's something you got to live with. I'm not going to fault you for it. Because like I said, at that point, it's just a matter of preference. Stephen A, I honestly think Stephen A, to an extent, does believe the NBA should come back because he thinks not so much a return of normalcy, but just the idea of, like I said, you have to give people something. Like, he, And he went further. He went further. He says, we, you need to look past the owners and look past the players. Exactly. There are a lot of jobs that people need. Sure. We're talking about staffers and very true. Uh, managers of the team. And that was like the best that. one he like, made all week. Like, I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Those are middle class, lower middle class, shoot, maybe low class individuals who have those jobs, interns, whatever, who have these opportunities. And to advance themselves, they need to be, they need to continue to work and, and, and sustain their level of living. I get that. I get that. No but brand, outside, no out here. outside of that, Outside, it was a complete utter miss. All he went one for nine all week. It was an ugly one for nine. I've seen some pretty one for nines before. That was a nasty <laughs> one for nine. Someone should have took him to the bench. So that's rough. I'm like I said, I'm disappointed. You got people in the positive. TK said he's not. This is what he expects. <laughs> I'm disappointed, and I want better. So, Mr. Oh, Stephen, I definitely want better as well, Mr. Yeah. Stephen A. I want better. 
If you're seeing this, if it catches your eye, I hope it does. Please understand what we're saying. This is not to attack you. This is not to come at you and say like, especially if anybody can take anything, it should be you because you say a lot of wild stuff <laughs> and you don't go to nobody about what you say until after the fact it already hits the fan. So don't be soft, please. I ain't don't don't get don't don't be soft when you see, hear this, see this, whatever. Because that this is not that we respect you, but you got to do better. What what's going to represent you? I ain't got nothing else on that. Nah, yeah, he he definitely deserves his platform, but it's damaging right now. That's just the way I view it. So according to ESPN, um, you about to see something? Yo, Stephen, I got nothing but respect for you. Like I said, I appreciate your grind, everything you're trying to do. Perkins, I'm sorry, I I don't have that same respect. Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry, hey, I don't. How many episodes ago was it when I was like, I "Yo, don't have KP? Respect for Perkins. I'm like, sorry. KP now, says off the wall stuff. I, hold on, hold on. Baseless let, off the stuff. Go ahead. Go let ahead, me go clarify ahead. this, Perkins. I respect you as an athlete. You made it to the NBA better than 99.9 percent of basketball players. We ain't doing it. I ain't. I ain't get close to it. I don't think anybody in this room has gotten close to that. So I respect you as an athlete, as a Analyst and journalist, however you want to call yourself, commentator, whatever, however you want to call yourself. Member of the media. I don't respect you right now. <laughs> Sorry. Don't. Not even right now. I don't think I ever did. Uh, Real quick, just going to hit on the KD topic a little bit more okay. about the sellout. Because I we do analyze that word and how it means to us as the people. Mm -hmm. But this is also a personal thing with KD as well. Oh, yeah, so it might not have been... Like I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm translating for a KD. I'm just thinking in his mind, right? It's more so he felt like Perk turned his back on him. So it's more like a personal thing, not like as a black man, but like as somebody who was supposed to be my brother. Mm -hmm. You know, because this isn't this isn't the first time they've had run-ins with Perk just saying whatever out of his mouth about this man, and then or walk, about and then trying things to walk around him, back. Him. and then about things around him. Like this, this is, has been going on for months. So KD might have looked at it like. With some aspect like that, you know what I mean, as well. Because I agree, like we have to be real cautious when you, the Uncle Toms, the the sellouts, and all of that as a people, because we're all searching for unity, and we don't necessarily want to push everything outside that we don't agree in in mm -hmm. that moment. But KD's perspective, using that word, it could have fit on a personal level. Yeah, I, that was something I can't remember who I was watching. They brought that up. It was like the problem with the problem KD is having with Perkins right now is unlike Stephen A and Max and Skip and all these guys, like Kendrick was in the locker room. Sorry, stop calling him Kendrick. Perkins was in the locker room. Mm -hmm. Like, he was there on the hotel trips. Like like I said, Perkins had that long soliloquy where he's talking about, oh, he used to come to my house and he used to do that. Another I thing, bro. It felt so disingenuous to me. It was disingenuous. It was, it was definitely a breach of trust because – when you tell people stuff like that in a moment, when they're your brothers, blah, blah, blah. Greg That's knows in the room, dog. Greg knows a whole lot about my life. If somehow down the line me and Greg aren't cool anymore, I do not expect him to divulge any of that information nationally. That was extremely disrespectful. And if Katie wants to call you a sellout for that too, yeah, for sure. Like he can keep going at you for that. Like that was beyond beyond disrespect. That's your boy. I've I've always said, I've always said the closest ones to me know things the rest of the world doesn't, and they know it for a reason. Yeah. And I expect them to never, ever speak on it 
in front of anybody else except me. That's it. That is it. So if if I offered myself up to you in that space, if Kevin Durant offered himself up to you in that space, and like you like he mentioned, vented and all of that, and like if he was willing to do that, then that means you should have been willing to take that to the grave. And if you weren't, you should have told Katie, yo, you can't tell me that. I don't think I'm the right person for you. That's what should have been said. That's what should have been said. That does not go to ESPN. They do not get paid off of that statement. You do not get paid off of talking about your personal relationship in that manner. Y'all can say y'all close. Y'all can say y'all very close. But when you start opening, when you start opening stuff up, you cannot do that. That's some fake stuff. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, I think that's that's the whole point. I think that's been KD's biggest issue with Perkins since he's become a member of the media. Perkins has – it's oh – man, I hate saying this. Perkins' whole media personality has been based on him being part of great teams with all-time great players. Yeah. Like, that's been his whole media personality. That's been where he – he got gets his respect the from the guy that knows the guy, the guy that knows the guy, or the guy who protected the guy. Like he essentially gets his respect for being the bodyguard of Kevin Durant in OKC. He gets his respect for being the defensive anchor, fifth option on the Boston Celtics. Seventh, whatever. Like that's what Kendrick gets his Perkins gets his respect for. Like so now you're now using that information to like I said. Talk what else about you, KD. What else do you have to offer? That's part, and then like I said, KD looks at it, he's like, "Yo, why are you using this information to one not only enrich yourself? Which I mean, I don't think anybody really has a problem with that. If you're going to make your money, make your money. But then you're using it to downplay me or to talk bad about me, to put me in a negative light. Like, how does that work? You're rich off my name, and you're trying to tear down my name. I don't go that far. Pert earned." His wealth. <laughs> he was an NBA star. Oh, not star. I'm talking me. about the NBA money he's player. making in the media. Oh, now. in the media right now, for sure. Every dollar is come <laughs> like, off KD. I'm talking about everything he's making in the <laughs> every, media Every right dollar now. has come off the back of KD. <laughs> KD, Garnett, Pierce. He's Rondo. Rondo, LeBron. He's made his name on being the guy who knows the guy on great teams. No, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Post- I was in the locker room with yeah. LeBron when he had steak one time. <laughs> like... That's what he's done. No, nah, like my my biggest thing is when I look at it, I'm like, I'm pretty sure Kevin and Perk have had conversations that were so intimate about the things that Katie actually hates about like basketball, like the media specifically. Right. And now you're going out and doing the to him. Thing. I'm just like, yo, like that's that's backstabbing, that's betrayal. And I can I can see why Katie feels this way. So yeah. I said what I said. Perkins, I ain't got no respect for you as a media analyst. As a basketball player, yeah, you have sure. my utmost respect. For sure. Media personality, I'm sorry, man. I ain't rocking with you. Yeah, we don't be hating on here. We just keep it real. Facts. No hate. <laughs> Get your bread. What's, what's next? <laughs> sure, let me look at the docket, bro. Let me look at the docket. Oh, man. Oh, okay. So, so, so. They're supposed to return to Florida. We might get Dunkman Keith, uh, uh, interjection because we talk about Disney again in Florida. Um, 
But according to CNN, uh, there has been, let me make sure I get this right. There has been a record like a hundred million thousand new <laughs> corona cases. Oh, that's yeah, what we want. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it was like it. Got, it was like I don't want four thousand. Four yeah, thousand new cases. It was every day. It was like high two thousands. It was like oh, we gonna touch three thousand. It was like four thousand something. Yeah, I was like, was, what? They hit a record high three days in a row. So and that's what y'all want to play the NBA at. Because y'all want to put on rings and try to catch it three days early? I love Adam Silver. Adam Silver said he still has faith that the bubble concept could be... Um, but just think about the the extent of we're going to play basketball. I love the game. I do. I right. believe it. And economically, yes, I understand like, the repercussions of not playing it. But Stephen A., this is something that also didn't make sense. Because when he was speaking about Kyrie, he had said... Um, not to circle back around to this man because I don't want to talk about him, but he has said that if Kyrie Irving wanted to shut down the league because of Corona, then that's one thing. That's fine. That's health. But if he wants yeah. to shut, oh, if he wants to shut down the league because of social injustice, been- and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so he could says, oh, you're like I'm scared for my own personal health, but he's like, I'm scared for the health of the entire black community, and you're like, not enough. What? <laughs> what? Do you hear what you just said? Like, does he, did, did he hey, really? pull up out the game, coach. Oh, my God. It was awful. It was so awful. Like, I think I was watching it, and as soon as he said that, I just cut it off. I was like, there's nothing else you can say after what you just said. I That's going to that. make me validate you, like, just as a media person right now in that moment. Like, I'm going to need it to watch you another day. Facts. I saw that, and I was like, we got to talk about it. Like, was, I think was, that, that's when I made my mind up. I said, we got to talk about Stephen A. Well, a lot of people say a lot of dumb things. I've said a lot of dumb things. Go back throughout these entire pods. Like, I'm pretty sure I said something stupid. Like, horrendously stupid. That was the stupidest thing Stephen A. has ever said. Because it didn't make any sense. It didn't make any sense. So you're telling me if and Kyrie you know came out was? and was like, yo, let's shut down the league because of Corona, y'all would have just been good? You know what's funny? Max Kellerman, I think Jay was on the show at the, t- at the same time, too. Max was looking at him like, that was the dumbest <laughs> thing. But Max can't say anything right now. <laughs> Max is like, Max is like, you got me this job. Yeah, it was so bad. He was like, yo, like, I don't know about that. The white man. Max was looking like Shannon Sharpie, looking at Skip, like, I'm not here if you're not here. So, fact, go ahead. Just that just was rough. That just was oh, rough to listen. Stephen to. Stephen A. just going unchecked. Like it's ridiculous. Did, hold, uh, am I tripping? Like, no, no, you're, no, you're right. right. I was just letting like, you go. Like, yeah, because I was thinking about that for absolute a while. Power corrupts, and absolutely. I was like, that did not When add I said up. he went one for nine, he went one for nine, bro. He did not have a good week. Man, that was the, the air ball come down according to the foul on the other end, and it's a clear path. Like, that's how bad that joint was. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, so, like, Florida, 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 Florida. Yes. 4,000 new cases, record high. They still say they can hoop. They got these rings that they're gonna put on the players. That's supposed. I don't know how real. Gave my hundred. Is this real? Gave my hundred page book, handbook for the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the book is pretty detailed. They can play ping pong, but it can't play doubles. Like, <laughs> is that a thing, really? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't see that. Oh, that's hilarious. But it's doubles ping pong. That's. People do. I mean, I know people do, Table but like, you're professionals. Is, I got a, like, professionals do. I, like, I don't know regular people yeah. that play we doubles. Do, we can't be on the table same side exactly. of... <laughs> table tennis is a tough sport. Oh, I love table tennis. I love it. I love it. Sure. 
I just I don't know anybody that's not a professional that plays doubles ping, true, table tennis. True, like true. I don't know anybody. That I'm gonna wait that. till I get next. Like so, <laughs> like they're gonna be pretty much holed up um, in their rooms to kind of start out, and then they'll kind of get more leverage in terms of how they move around. They'll bring in barbers. But you know what's hilarious about this? The players are trapped there, but the staff aren't. <laughs> it's like what? Oh, it's too safe. I mean, it's too uh, it's too dangerous for y'all to leave once y'all are here. But everybody you're coming into contact to can freely go, and you don't know where they're gonna be. For, look, their mentality is at least in in terms of how I'm looking at, it, in terms of how I'm reading it. Their mentality is everybody else can be sick and positive, but please. Not, not LeBron, <laughs> not the players, not Kawhi, not PG, <laughs> not Giannis, not, not Giannis. You guys stay safe. If any, y'all want to say this? If LeBron James get the room, it. it's, it's a wrap. It's the league is shutting down. The league is shutting down. Bro, it's gonna go farther Pat than Bev, that. Pat Bev said it. Adam Silver, like, Adam Silver might not be commissioner anymore yo, after this. Yo, like, if Pat that happens. Bev said it. No, 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 no. I'm bro, if it goes, bro, if it goes, if it goes that far where somebody like LeBron James catches Corona nah, and then, no, 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 so yeah, I'm, I'm telling go, you, I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far. But hey, Pat, I just hope he's straight off of it, man. But, this has been killing people. Realistically, let's let's think about it. Yes, yes. I mean, like, yeah, why, did the league, why did the league? Why did the league? Why did the league shut down? I mean, we're with you on that. I just don't. But you're coming back in a in where it's worse now. But if the players agree, they can't fire Adam Silver for that. Like, oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like Pat Bev has said as much. Like Pat Bev pretty much acknowledged how much power LeBron, LeBron has, has in the league. When everybody was talking about Kyrie and Avery Bradley and Dwight Howard, he's like, "Let's keep." It Pat Bev was like, "Yo, let's let's keep it hundred, y'all." If LeBron says we playing, we everybody's gonna be playing, and it's that simple. And you know what? I was like, can't argue with you. I'm not. He said what he said was a hundred percent right. 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 I wouldn't have said it out loud because, once again, it's divisive, yeah. especially in terms of what they it were talking about. It sounded dismissive, but I understood exactly what he was In terms was of what they from. were talking yeah. about, they wouldn't talk about Corona. They were yeah. more so talking about the social justice yeah. and how mm-hmm. they should and should not play. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have said it on, in terms of that, in terms of What he said context, was right. But he was right. Because <laughs> yeah. LeBron James goes in that bubble <laughs> and get and are those rings real? I don't know. I got. I, really I need more. Know, I need more bro. research. Like I've been seeing it entirely too. I've seen much. it pop up a few times. And I'm like, I don't know if it's legit yet. Like, but if if he comes up positive for Corona, all bets are off. Everybody go back home. <laughs> Everybody. But it's just gonna look so stupid. Oh, it's like, gonna look really bad. And you know what? And the chance this, of that is high. I would go this far to say if LeBron James has Rona, I don't think oh they're gonna divulge that information to us. Not gonna tell. I think they just gonna let it spread oh, in the NBA and let him keep hooping, bro. Rock. That's let sick. It rock. That's sick. <laughs> See, this, is when this is when y'all start going down to conspiracy theory. It's not even. A, like, I think they are gonna let it rock at this point. If you're doing this much work to bring the league back, I don't want to be held liable for any of this. Hey, look, I think I think they don't care about the health and safety of their players how they say they do because it feels rushed. No, I think I think they. I trust Adam Silver. Oh, shout out Adam. Yeah. I, trust, I, think, I think he's been doing a phenomenal job as a commissioner since he became I think he, became if he can successfully get through this year and the year after this. Legacy. <laughs> he might be the best commissioner in sports it, history. Yeah. Any sport. <laughs> 
It is for And I know that's wild to say when we talk about David Stern. Yeah, I'm going to say David Stern, what he did, just period. But if Adam Silver can boom, boom, boom. But this right now is unprecedented in so many ways. And it's funny because he hasn't missed since he became commissioner. Has not. He hasn't missed. This has been the toughest of times. You know what it feels like? And I don't like mentioning their names, but the Kardashians. It feels like... Where are you going with this? Yeah. <laughs> listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. I'm, I'm going, listening. I know, I know. This is going to be wild. It's going to be wild. <laughs> it feels like Kim got the bag, and the family, the, the first generation got that bag, right? Are you talking about Adam Silver's Cali? David Stern was Kim, but Adam Silver's Cali. You know what, man? The bag is bigger. And she just took the platform and raised oh. it, fam. Man, let's circle it back. <laughs> like, it might be. So back to Florida. I get the analogy, be. but I just back to like, Florida. I couldn't think of anything better. But honestly, he has raised the level of the league. Yeah, and I, I think sure. that's my point. He's sure. raised the level of the league, and he's taken it to a different place. And that is something that can't be ignored. No, that's why sure. I don't feel like his job is on the line at all. No matter what takes place in Florida, I honestly don't think his job is on the line. I can I can understand that, one hundred percent. So like I'm not saying I have a lot. I have a lot of faith in him to make the right decision because he has done that consistently so far. I'm saying stuff go left. Stuff do go left, man. It's it's a scapegoat effect too. It's like boom. They're not gonna scapegoat. Yeah, they can't. They're not gonna scapegoat. I hope not. I think the players actually appreciate Adam Silver. I think they want him there, so I think he's gonna be fine. But they can't come back unless the players agree. So the players agree to come back at that point. Adam Silver's off the hook. Um, for the most part, anyway, like mm-hmm. he'll still take he'll some take blame. Yeah, yeah, he'll take some blame. He'll but still be in his position. He'll be off the hook as far as everything, like major consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as them coming back, I mean, it's weird to say they almost don't have a choice if they want to maintain their money. They want to maintain the collective bargaining agreement. They almost don't have a choice but to at least try. Like, they have to at least try. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but what's, one, what's now, the price? Now, what's, that's the question. What's, <laughs> what's the price? The price? Yeah. And, I, and I think that's kind of the thing everybody's looking at. It's like, do the players really want to sit out? Because, once again, if they choose to sit out this season, they say, all right, you know what? We're just scrapping it. It's too much of a risk. We're not coming back. And then the owners who are well within their right to then scrap the collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. That now means you don't have a guarantee next season. And they did. And and I think it was he was on two platforms. I think he went on NBA on TNT with Ernie. Mm-hmm. I think he was on ESPN as well. And he said, Adam Silver said that he has spoken with league, with league owners and said that players who choose not to play, they will honor their contracts. Um, so they won't tear up yeah um the cba exactly going forward um however they are they will not get paid there would be a portion taken away for the replacement players or whatever sure. case may be. yeah so um Which I, find I thought that was commendable i i, I just want to yeah, put that out there and make good. sure we was good that was so a good go move but like i said if they like i said if this choose like i said if they don't come back at all yeah or it does like i said let's say they come back for a week and then they have a spike of corona in the bubble down. and then it's now you down have more again. leverage if you're going to renegotiate the CBA, it's like, yo, we tried. Hmm. Well, like I said, it's, we tried, but then it's still this idea of, like I said, the collective bargaining agreement is now scrapped. There's no guarantee next season. Like, it's not a guarantee. And here's the thing about it. We don't technically know when corona's going to end. 
no, you we don't have a clue. We so if you come back and it gets worse or there's an outbreak or however you want to phrase it, or they don't come back at all, who's to say you're gonna have a next season? You're talking about two seasons of no NBA, maybe. How do you bounce back from that? LeBron will be 37. That's the end of LeBron. Yeah. That's the end of LeBron James as we know him. Or else he's in a hyperbolic time chamber. I mean, he has that type of money, so it wouldn't shock me. But still, like, I'm sorry. I'm not a buying a reverse first. hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not buying a 37-year-old LeBron after two years off ain't coming back and being the unless best player in the world no more. 31. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, I mean, think Chris Paul effectively will be retired. Yeah. Like, we will be seeing th- – we could have possibly seen so many players play their last great game. Yeah. So, I get the idea of wanting to try. The problem, like I said, what is the price on somebody's life? Because all it takes, like you said, is for one – I don't even think it has to be LeBron. If it's Kawhi. If it's a if star, it's Giannis, bro. <laughs> if it's shoot, Luka, whoever. If it's somebody who is a top 10 player in the league, all bets are off at that point. Yeah. And that is an issue. And you can sit here and talk about a bubble all you want to. As long as there's people going in and out of the bubble, there's a problem. That doesn't even make sense. I don't care how how well you keep the players locked up in their room, whatever. As long as people are walking in and out of that bubble, there is a risk. Now, you can minimize risk, yeah, no doubt. You can risk. minimize it, it's still a risk. but it's still there. And that's mentioned in the 100-page. Uh, <laughs> the dissertation? The 100-page dissertation on how they, prote- they plan to protect uh, players, staff, coaches. Because um, we didn't really get into coaches. I don't know that league average for age of coaches. They, 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 said, like, they already talking about like some coaches may not be like able to sit over, on the bench yeah, with If you're over players. like 65 or something like that, it was like, yo, you might not be able to be on the court. Facts. <laughs> so, and they're looking at their health. They're getting them to take physicals and looking at their health and make sure, you know, if they are allowed or whatnot. But they're talking about staffers will have to keep social distance. I think they said um, make sure they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, only people coming up in close proximity would be other players. Um, like stuff of that nature. Um, it's, it's, it is, it is so tricky. I really don't, I really don't know. It is so tricky. I, like I said, I, I get it. And at the same yeah. time, I'm like, man, I, I say I'm already on record saying I don't want him to come back for other reasons. Health reasons, of course, is a big issue. That's definitely after something. this, after seeing Florida blow up. I mean, like in, in a week, we kind of knew it was gonna happen. Of course, we saw the Florida. New- Let's just call it what it is. Florida's Florida, always having something that's hey, wild. It was Florida, it was South Carolina, Texas. I think it was North Carolina, Texas, too. Texas had a spike. Like, it's, it's pretty we know much what all y'all the, doing out there. It's pretty much all the states that Go opened home. up early. Yes. It's all the states that opened up early. Did y'all see Miami Beach? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> like, all the states that opened up early are having spikes now. Like, it's just that simple. So I don't want that in Virginia. Virginia, I know, I know, I know some of y'all out here think y'all can go walk on the sand or whatnot. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> Stay home. My gym is gonna open back up, and if they close it, I'm gonna be so disappointed with y'all. I'm looking soft out here. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> My arms a little. I need to get in the weight room. This is what y'all doing to me, man. I'm weak. So oh. I mean, I I get it. <laughs> That's a pause. That's a pause? That's a pause. Oh, I'm cutting it then. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get paused. <laughs> um, 
I'm also going on record on saying this. We haven't really talked about what the season will look like or predictions for the season if it does happen. I'm going on record now saying I don't care who wins. I don't care who loses. It don't mean nothing to me. Like, I knew you were going to say that. It don't mean nothing to me. I don't care who wins. I don't care who loses. Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis. I don't care. It don't mean nothing to me. As I've always said, like I said, I stand on certain kind of principles, and y'all have heard me say it a thousand times. A win is a win is a win is a win. Somebody wins, they can be a championship. I'm not going to look at them like they're crazy, but I don't even know if I'm going to watch the NBA if it comes back. Like, and that's saying something. Yeah. Like, that's true. I don't care if it comes back. I'm not going to disregard whoever wins it. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't care personally. Like, yeah, you got your chip. I'm not gonna down your chip. None of that. I just don't care. It was. I just won't watch it. Nah, cause I'm focused on other stuff. Facts. Facts. Like I said, let me clarify. I'm not disregarding anybody's championship. I'm just saying, to me personally, when you're talking about legacies and things of that nature. Oh yeah. It, it's like okay. to me, this one just doesn't. There's you saying there's, it's, there's quote an unquote there's an asterisk. Quote, yeah, you can call it asterisk. I'm not gonna call I'm it not, asterisk. It's just like it's whatever. <laughs> like you played and it's there. If everybody like. <laughs> if everybody's there. playing under the same circumstances, it's not an answer. Yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. A so, chip is a chip is a chip is a chip. So I just don't I, care. I would agree with that. Like I said, I would totally agree with that if it was like a regular lockout year where it was like, okay, we just started late, we pushed, condensed the season. I don't see the difference. Everybody it is, went it's home. A, it's a big difference. Everybody went home and everybody went the, to the bubble. You want to know what the difference is? This is the equivalent of running a marathon, 26 miles. And on mile 20, you told everybody to stop. Whoever was in the lead had to stop, let everybody catch up, and now we're starting this thing all over again, six-mile stretch sprint. It's not the same race anymore. You're, you're making a point. Like, I always make this another point that I always make, <laughs> other than a win and win, is if you're on the court, I don't care. <laughs> like, if you're on the court playing, my I'm thing not going to make excuses for my you. Thing is, you should have went out there and won. You're looking at it as a marathon. So, for example, if they all stopped, right, but if I'm still faster than you, should not still win the race. But once again, not everybody runs the same. Like, this This goes back to the argument we've been having all season. I mean, the Suns had a quick start at the beginning of the season, but then they burnt out. Like, yeah. Like, it's, like everybody, like, here's the thing. If James Harden wins the title this year, somehow. Let's go! <laughs> if James Harden some, Let's somehow. Let's go! So, if James Harden somehow wins he's the a, title this he's year. He's a winner! No! You ring. didn't do what everybody Let's else go, did. Bryce. You didn't do what Let's everybody go, else did. Baby. It, it pretty much proves our point. His baby, style of play. In the room. <laughs> it pretty much proves our point. Yeah. His style of play couldn't it, hold up know. for a, a whole regular season. And then the playoffs. playoffs. Yes. You needed a three month break in order to be like, oh, I can actually score 30 points in the playoffs consistently now. Nah. You're not the same. Nah, he got a chip. You're not the same. <laughs> nah, he got you a got chip. chip. You're going to protect but your hey. Thunder people. <laughs> Finals MVP. You got the chip, but we all understand the only way you're going to win a chip is if you get three months off before the playoffs. Step back like 1-3. <laughs> don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. I don't care, I, It's whatever. It hurts. I love this game so much, but right now, I just don't care. I feel you, though. Like I said, I'm going to watch just because it is entertainment, and we are starved for it right now if it does come back. But all I heard was, was a distraction. It is. It is. <laughs> and we want distraction. I'm not going to lie. We, we, I'm dying for one. Saying. It is a distraction. I w- I'm dying for a distraction. But just me personally, how I self-reflect, I got to look at myself and be like, yo, I'm, I can't. You know how hard I was condemning it. Now I right. can't, I can't <laughs> take part in it. It's like, yo. And mind you, like, it might be on in the crib because Leek lives here. If he wants to watch <laughs> I'm not going to be like, yo, turn it off. I might sit there and talk to him, but like I probably won't even be paying attention. Like yeah. it's not I would never actively if the league comes back, I'm not going to actively watch it. That's fair. I respect it. Yeah. 
Most right, definitely. Where you stand on it. Um, you got anything else on Rona? Uh, Rona? <laughs> Rona in the league, rather? I mean, I think I hit every God time. Bless, God bless them, man. They want to try. I trust you, Adam. Excuse me. I trust you, Mr. Silver. I got too much respect for you. <laughs> oh, man. Where we at? Oh, where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Shout outs. I think we're about to be about done. Yeah. I told you we, we've been quick. quick one. But shout out to Tremont Waters. Hey. hey. Named NBA G League Rookie of the He's Year. He's tough, though. Um, like we've seen him a few times uh, get called up. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, he played with Boston. I think he dropped like 26 on Cleveland. <laughs> Dang. No, nah, he's, uh, he's a hooper. Like, he's a hooper. He, he can Don't hoop. do that. Don't do that. <laughs> it's Cleveland. <laughs> it's Cleveland. There's other young guards 27 on the other side in the league. It's 27. I don't care who I'm playing in the league. <laughs> it was 26 and 10, I think. 26 like, he, and 10? I think he had like 26 and 10. I ain't see that game. I'm bad, Jamal. I'm going to go watch the highlights. He, he's tough, man. He's tough. Um, I don't got any much more to say that I thoroughly expect him to be on a rotation. Yeah, for sure. Um, in the near future. He could be Lou Willis. He's shifty enough. The shot is definitely there. Um, we saw it in college. He was going bananas. bananas. <laughs> so, and all of his peers say the same. Like, I think we heard something come from uh, uh, John Morant about him. We heard something come from uh, Trey Young about him. Saying, like, this dude's cold. And, and it's... It's factual. To it's touch factual. on that point really quick, just mm-hmm. about his peers, I think we don't listen to NBA players and basketball players around the world enough when they're talking about other basketball players and when they're talking about basketball, period. Because a lot of people get their knowledge from like the media or people who never played at the high level. And I'm not disrespecting it. I'm not saying you don't know the game. But when somebody who's actively in there right now playing against these guys is trying to tell you something, mm-hmm. like when you have a vote over who's the most underrated player who's the most overrated player and it's the guys who are actually playing i think people should actually take more into that and i think it's dismissed a lot of the times but i think I'm we gotta saying. i think i agree we have to we have to keep that in mind in terms of and weigh it we yeah, have to we have to properly to weigh properly and, and i'm like i'm not trying to disrespect anybody in the media i think y'all thoughts and opinions are i'm sitting here we in the media now yeah yeah but it's it's it's, I mean, there's a lot of voices in media that I am a huge fan of. Tim uh, Kornheiser, Mike Wilbon, Jackie McMullen. Like, they've been doing this thing. Jackie's so tough. <laughs> Rachel Nichols. These are people I genuinely... Yeah, Doris for sure. Burke. These are people I genuinely love to hear from. And <laughs> stop smiling when I say Doris. <laughs> Weirdo. So happy. So <laughs> he just got so happy. So, like, I actually appreciate their opinion. I appreciate what they have to say on the game. Yeah. So... Not you're right. You weigh yeah, it properly. Just weigh it properly. When you, it has to be a consistent thought, and we have to take it into context and who's talking when they're talking. For sure. For we just talked about Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect example. When he's hooping and when he was playing, ride or die with KD. Ride or die with Russ. He's in the media now. Now he wants to talk about how oh KD, you were kind of soft. You left for a three-one team. And you were up three one, no for sure. I was thinking more just so like of a collective, like and you, right. Have, so if it's a consistent, yeah. like we're seeing, you got from like, fifty NBA you got players 50 NBA trying players to tell you about you this like, one like, dude. He nice, and yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So I agree and disagree. I always say you got to value players' opinions. It's the it's one of the things. The reason a lot of a lot of people or I have Kobe Bryant ranked higher than some people do. 
like our uncle, for example. Mm-hmm. NBA players regard Kobe to the highest extent. They say Kobe is one. Uh, most NBA players would say Kobe Bryant's one top, of the top three. five, top three players of all time. I don't necessarily have him ranked that high. I have him like top eight, however you want to phrase it, whatever. But most NBA players have him ranked in that top three, top five category because they played against him. They see how hard he worked. They, they admired skill set. Yeah, they admired him. There's also a little bias that comes with that, though. Like players, oftentimes, and I don't. This is a true fact across the board. There's a reason most players, especially great players in NBA history, do not become great head coaches or great GMs. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's because. When you're great or you're really good at what you do, you can't necessarily see the whole picture of everybody. You can see a player has a great handle, but you don't necessarily see that maybe he doesn't make the correct decisions or he's bad on defense. Like, you can see the talent there. Like I said, when we go out and play ball, I know Greg can do certain things on the court. It oftentimes blinds me to the fact that sometimes there's things he can't do on the court. Yeah. He just doesn't have the capability. I'm sure he says the same thing about me. There's certain things I can't do on the court, some things I can do. Players often have a tendency to get blinded or have a bias towards people who they look at and they're like, yo, that person can do this really well. Yeah. He did it against me. He dropped 35 on my head. You're not saying anything that's a lie, yeah. but biases exist in the media as well. That's but what I'm saying. I, I just want everything way proportionally. Yeah. Like, I, that's that's it. Like, I 100% believe there's player bias. I 100% believe there's, like, a media agenda. Very true. Mm-hmm. But, like, if 100 hoopers are telling me this dude's nice, I'm not going to slander him. Because it's something that I have to reevaluate and look at. Yeah. For true. sure. For sure. True. Um, shout out to Tremont Waters. <laughs> Shout sure. out to um, our new NBA G League, G League select team. Mm-hmm. Um, Deshaun Nix. Jalen Green. Isaiah Tide. <laughs> um, I think Kai Soto as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all are going to be a part of that new team. Um, uh, the details on them. If you want to know you the details You hear that, NCAA? <laughs> <laughs> the details. If you want to hear the details, you want to see the details... I'm going to plug a video. Hey. I'm going to plug our in and out video um, that talks about uh, Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd's decision. And it kind of goes in depth in terms of what that looks like, how much they're getting paid, um, how the system will work, and how it affects um, the league and the NCAA. Of course, the NCAA took a huge hit. I'm, I'm of the mindset. We heard about Oklahoma State. I think Cade is on the way, um, if, if all things are well. That's just my guess. Um, <laughs> but the NCAA is slowly but surely. <laughs> slowly but surely taking some drastic hits. Drastic, drastic hits. Um, uh, shout out to Brian Shaw. Um, he is going to be the head coach. Um, he's been doing this for a long time. I think he coached the Lakers for a stint. Um, didn't he coach? Didn't he coach the Lakers? Uh, I think he was an assistant coach. I don't know if he's he was assistant coach, coach for the Lakers. Yeah, um, he's been an assistant coach in a number of uh, teams. Um, so he he's been, of course, he was a player, um, NBA vet um, mm-hmm. during the entire. I think coached the Nuggets. The Nuggets, excuse me. So um, he was a vet for the Lakers during the Kobe Shaq stint. Yep. Um, 
he was considered to be the mediator in a lot of those situations. I think everybody was a mediator yeah. in those situations. <laughs> if your name wasn't everybody Kobe had or Shaq, to be, yeah. but you were a mediator. You can't pick a side. That's a dangerous side. <laughs> that's, that's a dangerous life to live. So shout out to them. Um, I don't think we're going to go any further on any of those topics. I'm not trying to give any attention to the NCAA right now. Aww. Just because I'm tired. I'm tired of the NCAA. Um, I mean, they're making some strides. Stratton. Florida did <laughs> just sign um, off on the likeness. and um, I mean, the NCAA said they're making that move too. So, I mean. I don't know. They're making strides. We're really not going to beat them up if they're better late than never, right? For right. sure, but I'm not going to applaud a fish for swimming. If it took <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, like think about no, I get it. the I get extent it, it took for the it. NCAA to look at itself and be like, you know what, we need to change something because ten years ago it was no, we're sticking with it. Five years ago it was no, we're sticking with it. A year ago, no, we're sticking with it. Nine months ago, <laughs> and now it took you know read international the room, read the room. fights against injustice, and it took you know uh, a, a global pandemic for you to be like, you know what, maybe we could pay a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't care. Like, I don't care. You gotta read the room, man. Gotta nah, read the room. That, uh, uh, mm. <laughs> oh. That's funny. That's funny. I got a plot of fish for swimming. I got. Y'all got anything else? Oh. Did man. I miss anything? No, nah, I think we good. This is a good episode. Shout out to our boy Leak. Yeah, I was just about to give him a shout out. Shout out to Leak. Mm-hmm. Low management Leak. Nah, it's Father's Day. Like I said, shout out to all the fathers. Yeah, you back up home to be with his pops. I, I ain't gonna hate him on that. I do what he gotta do. Most definitely. Um. Shout out to all, like, we got some subscribers, some new subscribers. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to some homies I play 2K with, me and Brian play 2K with. Like, <laughs> shout out to 2K homies. Yeah, you hey, got to shout them out. Time, I, they support, they support big time. They I support respect that. Big time, man. Shout out to 2K homies. Uh, Christian, Noel, Rami. Mar. Mar. Uh, Jamaican, yes. His, yeah, his name isn't Jamaican, Jamaican, but he's Jamaican. Um, Wait, no, like his name is Jamaican? No, it's no, his name his, not. His, his, two, his online name is Jamaican. Oh, he's I thought they named it Jamaican. Jamaican. He's Jamaican. Jamaican. I was like, that might be tough. I, I got to reevaluate that. That sounds tough. Gosh, I am God. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's, it's, it's tough sometimes. So, oh, so shout, out, shout out to all of them, man. Kevin, uh, appreciate all y'all for uh, supporting. Um, Just shout out to the Web Boys. Shout, shout out to the Web Boys, man. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, shout out? Shout out to the commenters on uh, Instagram. Big time. Uh, Whenever y'all see our stuff, you know, uh, shout out to people who vote on the polls. Shout out to people who are always hitting me in my DMs about ideas. Like, yo, like, Coop, you're one of the main people. Always hitting me, whether it's Twitter, Instagram. Like, yo, y'all should talk about this. Y'all think about that? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I please. appreciate all that input. Like, yes, you guys have a voice on this show. Like, that's that's the whole point. If we just wanted it to be about us, like, there wouldn't be a camera. There wouldn't be mics. We'd just come here every week and just talk about it. Facts. But we want to engage with y'all. So I really appreciate all the people who actually engage with us. So please continue to support, continue to comment, continue to leave your thoughts and input. Um, we want to create a community where discussion is exists. We are not a divisive group of people. Y'all may see us like yell and all that and all that and the third. But no, but we're always listening to what, what is being said. Facts. facts. No matter we, how animated we are, we are we're not, listening to the point. We will not condone any toxicity um, in, in this space. So please just be mindful of that, but continue to show love, show support, and share your thoughts, share your opinions, no matter what they may be. You may say, great, that was dumb. I do not agree. And I can live with that. Long as you tell me why. I got a whole pod named after Kelly Oubre. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. 
So, um, I think we done. I think we yeah. done. Shout out to the boy Dunkman Keith. Hey, Dunkman Keith. Um, hold down the camera and the audio. We're not even gonna put the whole where can we find you because y'all gonna see it on the screen. Okay. I just thought about that. We we always it's always on the screen. Is it not? It is. It is. Do you man? Do you want to sign? You want to do your thing? You you like the little sign off thing? Whatever. Was it cute to you? It was. was, was, (laughs) Where can we find you? (laughs) Where can we find you? I don't want to now. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. You got something for us? Man, real quick, everybody, I would like everybody to try for personal growth. That's just my quick message. It's okay to self-reflect. When new information is presented to you, it's okay to change your old opinions or your your misinformation that you had learned. It's okay to grow. It's okay to deconstruct and reconstruct. It's best done when you're doing it to yourself, when you can catch it before somebody else does. And if somebody does catch it before you, think about what they're saying to you about yourself and how you can actually just be a better person. Not everything is always an attack. So just like I said, self-reflect, it's okay to grow. As I always say, eat, sleep, breathe the game. We love you. Be safe. Yeah.